We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 75 of Married Millennials. I'm officially another year older. Hey, happy birthday. Joy recently celebrated her 28th birthday. This past week, and I guess I dropped the ball. Yeah, I wasn't even going to bring that up. Yeah, we can bring you, it up. We might as well talk about the flaws the and all. Well, first, I want to say happy birthday to all my uh, Virgo kings and queens out there. You and these Virgos. Congratulations on being awesome. <laughs> I don't understand out of all the signs. Like Virgos rep so tough. Because we have an understanding that we are the best. Oh. <laughs> that's As clearly a, a delusion and not an understanding. It's a shared delusion, though, so let us have it, okay? okay? fair enough. <laughs> uh, so happy birthday to all you delusional Virgos. Uh-uh. Virgo <laughs> kings and queens. We're, we're, one of the be- we're one of the most loyal signs. We are very loyal. Well, I, I don't need you describing your if, horoscope. If we were to have a king's court, <laughs> you would want a Virgo on your side. Shout that out, is why we are celebrating. Shout out to awesome. all my Aquariuses. Yeah, you guys are like yeah, emotionally unavailable. To- I just told Justin this. Whenever I tell somebody, so you what know, the, we, we have sign talk. Time out. Why do we have to be the negative? So it's you can, not you can, a no, no, hold on. You came out celebrating your Vogos, <laughs> and then I say, hey, shout out to all my Aquariuses. And then you say, mm, you guys are emotionally unavailable. What about all the are. negatives about Virgos? You're very Don't emotionally come guarded. Can we, can we start with the positives with my sign? Go ahead, baby. What are I the don't know. Exactly. You're the one that's that's hyped about this. Well, I I will. I'm sure there are lots of positives about your side. All Emotionally I know is that you guys are the same brand of crazy, just like Virgos. Just We're all like the you same are. Brand Everybody of crazy. is a yes. different brand of but crazy. But you have to celebrate within your brand of craziness. Okay, all fair right? enough. Let me have it. <laughs> well, happy birthday. Baby. Thank you. And you didn't ruin my birthday. This is what happened. This is a very long story short. We went on a hike. We went to breakfast. Justin then had to go to work which was fine. Then he got home late, which was fine. I enjoyed my day still. I went to the Getty Villa, and I'm not, as Justin likes to say, a birthday monster. So I am, I'm pretty low maintenance, but I'm not no maintenance. Like, you can't not celebrate at all. There were no cakes. There, there was no cake. There was no candles. I had no birthday wishes. So that got to me just a little bit. I was like, dang, like I didn't even get a candle lit anywhere. But that's okay. That's fine. The very next day, Justin's talking about, uh, I'm going to go out with the guys and have a guy's night. And that's when I lost it. Because even though we had the birthday the day before and he was busy because he was working, he was going to go out and have fun on my birthday weekend. And I was not invited. You can understand how that was kind of like, that, that sucks. So I was just at home by myself on Friday, sad. <laughs> and he called me to say hello, and he was like, why do you sound like that? I was like, nothing is wrong, because I was threatened. Yeah, she hits you with the nothing's wrong, so you know everything is wrong. Yeah. But then I asked about 10 times what the issue was, and she didn't want to bring it up and I discuss. Because I, I wanted a, him to enjoy his night. Even like, I, I still wanted you to, yeah, I wanted you to enjoy. You didn't want me to enjoy my night. No, I actually really did. I wasn't going to bring it up. I called a friend. I was like, am I tripping? She was like, no, you ain't tripping. Well, then I, and then I asked a friend of mine, and like, yeah, Jay, you dropped the ball on that. I was like, all right. You asked a friend too? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'll take the L. Okay, yeah, that was, and, that was all. I'm not going to make excuses for myself. I'm not a big birthday guy. I, no. I'm not. 
and I'm not saying because I'm not a birthday guy, it doesn't mean you can't and shouldn't celebrate those who are close to you. But for me, I'm not a birthday guy. I, I'm, I'm just really not. It's another day. Unless it's a milestone birthday, I, I'm, I'm down to celebrate it. But usually like for, my pa- for my birthday pa- this past year, Drew was like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And I genuinely didn't want to do anything. Then I hopped on Twitter and saw it was an R&B night at my favorite spot. I was like, oh, I'm going. So then I shot out a few texts. And everybody yeah, met you ended up, up with a low key party, having a, a good time. But that's not what I wanted. It was just I don't want you to go have fun without me. No, I, I <laughs> on get, my birthday weekend. That's it. No, I, I would have been you. cool if we were at home. We're like, we're gonna Netflix and popcorn, and we're gonna be in sweats, and we're gonna, you no, know, I, whatever. I get, see, like, my I thought is, been, is Joyce like my birthday weekend. I just don't look at it like that. We we celebrated your birthday, baby. We you, celebrated my birthday like it was a regular Saturday. We went on a hike. And I said, breakfast. what did you want to do? You said you wanted to go to Runyon and go on a hike. Yeah, but I also said, wanted, I wanted to go to, go to, to breakfast Villa, at this spot. And then you were like, I have to work now. And I was like, okay, cool. I, I let you, it go. I let it go. So, but I, I couldn't attend. I, I had things I know. to do. You take I'm your birthday off. I'm not mad about that. I'm 100% not mad about that. I was a little upset about you going to go have fun without you me. You were a lot of upset. Let's not pretend. You don't oh, have to say a little. Oh, because it's not even that you went out. Like, there was no invite extended. It was, you know, a guy's night is, is a hard line. It is, you are not invited to this. You are not welcome. Not in a bad way. I don't want to go to guy's night. But it's just like, you won't go to guy's night the day after my birthday. It'll be hardly, you know? You get it. You know what no, you did. I, I get <laughs> it. I, I will take the L. There's... Yeah. There's more defending that can be done, but there's no point in doing it. Because it's useless. Because I'm so I'm gonna just take the L and, yeah. and say I dropped the ball. Yeah. On so this again, birthday. but don't call me a birthday monster because I'm not high maintenance. I, I'm I'm just low maintenance. I'm a low maintenance birthday person, but not no maintenance. You're at a no maintenance, I'm at a low maintenance. And I did get you a gift though. Like I didn't I didn't give you Justin, a gift. you gave me the gift of our own money. Can no, we, it's not the, our own money. It's that not, was my stash. Oh, that was your stash? Correct. You gave me money from your stash. So uh, how are you going to sit here and say this is the gift of your I money? I was like, did he really? That makes it more special. Thank See, you. Get off me. <laughs> the, me. No, I don't want no kiss. Uh-uh. Don't try to give me a kiss and, and, and make it special. Like, Joy has been me? bogging me down, going nuts about getting a retainer. And all. yes, yeah. we have our finances combined, but we each keep a separate stash of cash yeah. that we get throughout the year. Or, oh, I feel special or now. Or a lot of mine are, are credit card. When I, when I get my cash returns on credit cards, I just put it in my stash. Right. So it, it is my personal money to do what I want. Joy wants a retainer. It costs $700 for a top retainer and a bottom retainer. Yeah. I was like, I don't know where this $700 is going to come from, but I pulled $350 out of my personal cash, put it in an envelope and said, happy birthday. At least you can get the top retainer started. And then you want to sit here and cop an attitude and say, oh, you gave us the gift of our own money. I'm sorry. No, that was not our own money. That was just I money. apologize. I stand corrected. That was a wonderful gift. Thank you, love. So now, so now you... It makes now it you're a little better. Yeah. A little better? What are you... T- a lot better. A lot better. I'm sorry. So I dropped God. the ball and I still can't win. <laughs> no, you do. It is what it is. No, it makes it a lot better. Thank you. I appreciate you're that. You're very welcome. On, on a much happier... Note, my <laughs> brother got engaged last week. Yay. I am so excited. Congratulations. I had been the, the lone married person in our, in our friends and family for quite some time. Yeah. And now my brother is officially engaged to his girlfriend of five years. And I couldn't be more. And now fiance. Yes. And now fiance. And I couldn't be more excited. He proposed in Paris. And let me tell you how God works. This is just an amazing testimonial. I have a friend who who I played, who actually was my college teammate. And when my brother told me that he was proposing, they were going on a trip to Europe. He goes, I think I want to propose in Paris. And I was like, okay, dope. 
So I reached out to my teammate who I knew lived in France, and I said, and he's a photographer. And I said, hey, man, my brother's going to be in France, in Paris next week, and he's planning to propose. Where do you live? And he was like, oh, I actually live in the south of France, which is about an eight-hour drive from Paris. I was like, well, damn, this is not going to happen. And he said, but coincidentally enough, I'll be in Paris on these two days. And he said, so I, would, I, I can bring my equipment. Here's my number. Give it to your brother. Let me know what we want to do. Let me know if he wants to go forward. So I hit my brother immediately. I said, look, I have a photographer on deck who will be in Paris for these two days. Do you want to go forward with it? And he was like, man, you really are trying to be nosy. I was like, no, I'm not trying to be nosy. I'm just letting you know that you'll regret not having someone capture this moment. Because still, I I love our wedding photos. I love our engagement photos. But our proposal photos, to me, are the most genuine ones because they're not manufactured. You're posing for your wedding photos. You're posing for your engagement photos. But our proposal photos, it's just pure elation. In the moment, no plans, no nothing. So to capture that unfiltered raw emotion, you're not going to get that ever again. And I said, I know you'll regret not having those moments. So I just sent my brother a, a screenshot. I said, here's all his contact info. Let me know. And then I got a Facebook message from my college teammate and he said, the deed is done. Congratulations with the photos. We ended up seeing them and they looked phenomenal. So yeah, ben, with the Eiffel ter- Tower in the background. Eiffel Tower in the background. So Ben, my college teammate, man, I love you to death. Truly, truly appreciate you for taking care of my brother and my family on this special moment. And again, congratulations to you two. I'm very, very excited to celebrate with you guys upon your return. Now is the time that we have to tell you, spoiler alert, (laughs) if you have not finished season two of Insecure, you might want to stop listening right right now. now. Right now, right now. Spoiler, and season one, if you have not watched it and you have intense to watch it, we're about to mess up all of season one and all of season yes. two. So it is okay. I'm going to give you five seconds. I mean, we're going to ping pong round. There'll be things right that now. you don't learn about. Yeah. To, to stop listening. Stop listening. Yeah. If you haven't seen the finale, stop. Turn it off. Turn it off because the spoilers are going to begin now. Right now. <laughs> you are so sick. I'm going to start thinking about all the time now. Right now. So, Insecure. Every week, we have something to talk about, right? <laughs> Every week? Every week. And I think last week's episode left me speechless. We'll get just, back to yeah, that. Was I was like, what? And it was called hella disrespectful, that episode. And it just, it was. It was hella disrespectful. It was hella disrespectful. <laughs> so, where do you want to begin with it? Let's, you want to go to season one? Well, you can go to, to, to season one and we talk about the, the main theme of, of season one. And as we mentioned last week, it, to me, Insecure is probably one of the best shows out on, on TV right now. And solely as a as a late as a twenty eight year old and mm-hmm. having friends who are in their late twenties and early thirties, it is very very relatable. Yeah, and you're growing so up accurate. watching good TV, and you're like, oh, I like this show from the nineties, mm-hmm. but yeah. now you're when here we are in 2017, and you can actually watch shows on TV. Like, man, I feel that I have friends who are going through that, so it just makes it much more relatable. Yeah. I mean, but the the overall theme really of season one was Lawrence Issa's boyfriend. Yep being unemployed for four consecutive years and he was right. living with her. She's going to work at a nonprofit, so you know she wasn't making, making any money. No money. Zero, and they're in a dingy apartment. I mean yeah. you know Zero coin. They're not living the life. And I believe on the show they're supposed to be thirty, early thirties, right? Yep. I mean they're not it's not like they're young twenties trying to figure it out. You're thirties, you're they're grown. You're, yeah, it's go time. So yep. and four years, that's how long it takes to get a degree. Let's be honest. That's a very long 
time. So Lawrence, Lawrence was unemployed, and he was trying to get his business idea he off the He wanted to develop an app. Correct. But he wasn't doing anything. He was just depressed. He was sitting on the couch depressed. And Issa was probably frustrated and mad because she's making no money, and she's coming home, and her man's sitting there not doing anything. I've been unemployed and been in that right. position, and I can tell you there is nothing worse. That was a, our your, exact situation. It, it was our exact situation, and ours and lasted And you had come from building months. an app. Yes, I did. Yeah, so, I, like, and I was making $10 an hour, yep. and I would come home in our studio apartment. Correct. And you would just be on the couch, and I'd be like, you know, what'd you do today? You'd be like, oh, I just, you were just, there'd be dishes at the sink, house wasn't clean. So we lived that reality. Yeah, what I get it. What y'all saw on season one, we lived. I get it. But I think I looked at you at some point, I was like, you're going to have to get a job. But I was trying to get a job. I, you, but you did lay it down. I you w- were, but you were, you were in that, I, I, and I'm not saying it wasn't warranted, but you were kind of in that self-pity, just like, I wasn't was self-pity, me? and I was also unwilling to do some jobs, because you right. can always find a job. Right. Um, and I was like, nah, I'm not really trying to just get into any job, and then Joy came home and had that that look of, you know what, you're gonna have to to get this change. So I knew what it felt like emotionally in our relationship after six months. I can only imagine four what it's years? like for four years. Four so, years. Yeah. So as you guys know, Issa ends up cheating on Lawrence. Yes, with, with music her, producer Daniel. Wasn't that her ex boyfriend? I think they're either ex or I think they're ex friends because I don't think they'd had sex before. Because remember when she said you were an itch I needed to scratch? Oh. Okay, she did say that. I, cause, and they seem to have had a friendship. There's like an underlying friendship there for sure. Yeah. So Issa cheats with, yes. with this music producer, Daniel. Yes. Lawrence finds out. Season one essentially ends with him being pissed and moving out. And you're just like, holy No, smokes. season one ends with him... Yeah, banging the hell out of, yes. out of Tasha. <laughs> the yeah, banker. I mean, like, with blowing her back out. <laughs> I, which I don't think I've ever really, I don't think I've ever seen black people on television. Yeah, just so explicit, raw. Yeah, like, it is genuine, like, like black HBO. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, so we just gonna, okay, all right. And, and so that. I'm just, I'm not used to seeing it. And I want to say, so Tasha is someone that I think both of them had a recall to existing relationships, right? Uh, Issa went to Daniel, unfortunately, while she was still in a relationship, and he went to Tasha, who he met while he was in a relationship with... Correct. Yeah. Proximity. Right, and she kind of let her know... He kind of let her... Or she let him know that he could get it. Oh, no question. It was very Very obvious. Very subtle. How season one ends, he moves out of the apartment, and then that sparked a debate of Team Issa versus Team Team Lawrence. Team Lawrence, yeah. And... I still didn't know where I stand because I, I said team ne- team neutral. I was gonna say I'm neon neither. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was team neutral after season one because I understand Issa's frustration with your dude being at home for four years bringing in no coin. Like I right. get that because I knew what I felt like as a person unemployed while seeing Joy come home every day from work making no money. Like if that doesn't take a toll on you as a man mm-hmm. at some point. I, I got to question right. who you are because and it messed me up three months in. I'm like, I can't do anything. Like I can't. Right. And then, you know, you start getting in your feelings and then again, you're not cleaning up the house. So at that point I was like, yo, son, you got to, you, you got to do something. Cause three months in, I, I was not feeling it. Well, but then I couldn't depressed. say team Issa because she went out and stepped out of a relationship and you can't condone cheating. Because if even she though the situation cheated, is cold. If she hadn't cheated, it'd be easy to be team Issa because it's like you're taking care of your man, blah, blah, blah. But the way that she went about it, 
she had a sloppy grin on her face afterwards. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. But I want to I wanna have a question about Team Issa because I've, I've heard a lot of women say, oh, well, he wasn't doing shit. Lawrence wasn't doing shit, so she was entitled to do that. Mm. I hear a lot of women saying that. I, and I don't and, doubt that and you I can, do. And, you, and I can pull all of my male friends, and they will say, oh, here, here it is. Here's the conversation. Well, Lawrence wasn't doing shit. He wasn't holding her down. And there's, right. a, there's an excuse that's made when it comes to Issa's actions. But had that been Lawrence, everybody in the world would have been like, oh, he's a dog. F that. Issa needs to leave. I, and the, right or the, wrong? Well, yeah. It's, I mean, it's part of a double standard. But I want to say. And you are part of that double standard, too. No, I'm not. Because cheating. Oh, you're not when it well, comes to men and women's actions? I Can try I not to be. Can I call on my best friend? You know, ooh! I try not to be. But, but the truth of this matter is that cheating is cheating. And it's, it's not warranted in any capacity. There's, there's no excuse to cheat. Like, well, you weren't doing anything, so my vagina slipped and fell on somebody else's penis. <laughs> like, you know, I, that's, that's not a good reason. I, there's no good reason to cheat. I, I am firmly in that camp. I will say, though, because it was the woman that cheated, I was more for them getting back together in season two. Like, I found myself rooting for that. See, but then I had to start questioning myself, like, why would you want that when she cheated? But then I'm like, but she's so sorry. Like, she, you know, she, I don't think she would cheat on him again. But then she stayed with old dude. I mean, she kept, she kept having sex with him. So in season two. I told you, you're guilty. I know. In season two, Issa decides she's going to keep having sex with Daniel, who is, you know, who she cheated on Lawrence with. And, I mean, they didn't, to be fair, she wasn't a savage about it. It was more like they ran into each other and rekindled because Aunt Issa was really lonely. She had tried, you know, to kind of lay back for a little bit, and then she was Tinder dating, and that wasn't working out at all. I feel bad, honestly. It was such (laughs) a trifling. Can I just take an aside from that? I'm, I don't, I've never used Tinder. I've never used any of the, the dating apps. Right. And I have friends who've used it. And I'm just sitting here like, man, this is hilarious. I, I've done it with friends like, yo, let me get your Tinder app and just swipe. And I was like, man, this is an interesting psychological effect and a, a psychological experiment. It's not good. No, yeah. it, it's all bad. It's like, yo, you are judging people solely it off makes, a picture, yeah. swiping left, swiping right, and then you link up. So it was just very interesting to see. It's like, man, I low-key feel bad. For single people. I hikey feel bad. I, got, I, re- I, I honestly Dating do. in that way is exhausting. And it, it's so superficial. Like, the guy who came up to her and was like, Issa? He was like, oh, you don't look like your picture. <laughs> and then he was like, my friends are inside. I'm going to go with them. Like, he just basically ditched her. And they had this whole plan to meet up. But he decided she didn't look like her picture. And it's funny, though, because later... Issa showed a picture to her friends. They're like, oh, yeah, you have different hair in that picture. So Damn. I mean, it is. But... But that's the thing is, like, you're not getting to know people for who they actually are. It's a very superficial experience. And it's, you know, do I want to have sex with that person? That's, the, that's what you're leading with in it from those kind of apps, right? Even if you're looking to date or whatever, you're looking at how attractive are they and do I want to have sex? That's kind Definitely. Of, that's what it is. And that's not a good way to enter into a relationship. It's not. But, and, and I've said this before. Is I, I do believe online dating is a good resource. We are in a technological society right technology drives everything yeah so for those of you who are single and those who could be in relationships or married now have you noticed a difference between because this is my opinion is and i may be completely wrong in this but if i'm seriously looking to date somebody and meet someone online i would sign up for a service that requires you to pay because if you are an ain't shit individual you are not going to pay at least in my opinion you you're not going to pay to meet somebody 
Like with Tinder or any of these other free apps where you can just create a profile and you start swiping. And I know there's different ones where the, the woman has to respond first, so it puts the woman in control. And I actually have a friend of mine who's currently dating his girlfriend. They met through one of the, the, the dating apps, and I don't know which one it is. And they've been together for a while now, and it looks like it's on a good road. But I, I would just figure that you would eliminate a lot of the fuck shit if you right. signed up for a service that requires. I, I agree with that. And I also think that, you know, like the, the, those kind of dating services require an extensive profile too. So you can really read up on a person. They answer questions. And I think the server uses the, but your answers to match you the up algorithm. with somebody. Yes. Uh, so it's, it's a different, it's a different feel as opposed to a Tinder or something like that who's like, who's single and available in your area? Like, you know, that's a different... <laughs> swipe, 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 yeah, swipe. because it might not be in right where you live. It might be within 100 miles, right? So you might be in a different county, but at least you're really compatible. So, And I think that that's really the advantage of, of the digital side of dating, right? Is that you don't necessarily have to date somebody who's right in your neighborhood. Correct. It would be convenient, yes, but maybe you're the love of your life lives in San Diego, which is far from Los Angeles. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if it's the love of your life, it's worth it. I mean, I, we have friends right now where she lives in D.C. and he lives in L.A. Right. And they're making it work. They've been together for, what, almost two years now? A year and a half? Two years? So you, you find a way to make it work. Right. If, if, you're, if you're, you're single and you're looking for a relationship, you can find a way right. to make it work. And I do think it's a little easier when you're older. Uh, and I, I remember it's when a we, lot easier. I remember when we started Love Jays uh, back in 2012, and we got a question about mm-hmm. proximity. And I was like, I don't think it's impossible, but I think it's really tough. And in my frame of mind at that time, I think we were, what, 22, 23? Right. When I answered that question, I was highly against it. And now the older I've become, you just become a little more settled in who you are, and you're in a little more control. I would say in a lot more control of your actions, what you're capable of, of doing you have a, a, a greater conscience. Well, and your end game's different, too. Correct. Right? So, again, if your end game is sex or just hanging out for the sake of it or having constant company, then obviously that's not going to work for you. But if your end game is soulmate and this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with, even though I know that's a little deep, but that's what most people, I think, in a long-distance relationship are dealing with, right? It's not, it's not temporary. Correct. Or it's not meant to be. It's I'm serious about this person. And I think, uh, to your point, the older you get, the more serious you are about dating, obviously. It's time to lock it up. (laughs) But to get back to Insecure, Issa's troubles with dating were obviously trifling. So she went back to Daniel. They were having sex. Then she decides that's not a serious thing. And she talks to her best friend, Molly. And she's like, can you teach me how to hoe, right? And that's kind of when she really went into dating. But I want to say this, because there is, there is a, a controversial episode where this is inappropriate, everyone. <laughs> Get ready. I have to talk about fellatio, which, again, within the, the really, I think it's really controversial to talk about. It's not controversial it's because, you know, sex. your parents are going to listen. It's so just, you're like, I don't know right. how to say this. Right. It's well, not no, controversial. It's not just my, your parents listen. Shit, I don't care. Yeah, like <laughs> anybody who's, you know, even like 10 years older than me, I'm like, <laughs> Hey, look, you got to talk about it. Yeah, hey, so. It is I, what it is. Listen, oral sex. I don't think oral sex is super I mean, I guess it's not a casual thing. I don't know. I don't know how people operate, especially when you're dating, like, or you're not dating, you're out there hoeing, right? So Issa goes out to 
to Daniel's house one day and they had a conversation with their friend Tiffany, played by Amanda Seals, Kelly and Molly, right? And they're like, you know, we're not doing head. We're not about that. And the girl Tiffany's like, this is what's wrong with black women. You can't, you can't, guys can't be like sexually open enough to, you know, go have your fun. So Issa decides she's going to go to Daniel's house and. But they were at a sex conference and they, they signed up for a yes, class. Yeah, on a head class. Did they go? I'm assuming so. Okay, so. At least has to wait. The way that the, the show right. was shot, oh, it so makes you, you believe. you learned some new tricks. Yeah, she has some new tricks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so. She goes to Daniel's house that night, and she's like, I'm going to do a little something different. And so she proceeds to give him- <laughs> This a, scene is comedy. Yes, oral sex. And he is like, oh my gosh. You know, he's living his best life, and she's going to town. And then he says, doesn't he say like- I think he says, oh, I'm about to. Yes. And there was no change from Issa's behavior. Yes. And then boom. <laughs> yes, and then he proceeds Explosion. to- Yes, explode in her face and in her eye. Now- <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like I don't really know where I stand on it right I think you know if you're kinky if you're into that thing it's not really an issue right because I know that people like to do a lot of different things in the bedroom the bedroom is not a place where you can't judge people for how they do it that's what they right. do that's how that is genuinely how I feel about the bedroom do I want anything in my face not necessarily no like no <laughs> I, I'd appreciate nothing in my face so not that I do anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what's so funny? I wish you guys could see how uncomfortable Joy has I, I been trying to but articulate you know, this topic. But you have to, t- you have to talk about these You got to talk about it. You genuinely do have to talk about these things. Yeah, People don't want to talk about it. Look, well, we're going to talk about it. And I think it's important too, especially because I think that when it comes to the bedroom, no one knows if their instincts or urges are normal. Like if this is what I should be experiencing, is this weird or, you know, so I think that it's important for people to talk about saying, hey, this is relatable. And I, first of all, I want to talk about the special effects because I don't know how they made that look so. They did make it look very real. I was like, oh. Yeah, job that, well done. So whoever, looks, whoever's in post, <laughs> legit. job well yeah. done. Yeah. So anyway, he explodes in her face, gets in her eye, and she gets pissed. I mean, really, really pissed. And I got a text from a friend, and she said, have you watched it? What, what do you think? Should she have been so upset? And I, I, I feel this way. If they were dating... It could have been something they laughed off and then she could have said, and don't ever do that again, right? If they were dating. But because she went into it thinking, I'm going to be a hoe, and she got treated with like how she felt a hoe would be treated, she didn't like it. It felt degrading. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, why wouldn't it feel that way if you have somebody semen on your face? (laughs) Like, really think about that. Really think about that. I have some dude that I'm not serious about. His unborn babies are on... (laughs) My face and in my eye. That's, I mean, that is, that's a situation. <laughs> it, it is a situation. And, and I think in general, if you talk to, to most men, you're not interested in doing that to someone who is close to you. Someone that you really? like. That so you would, so okay. I, I, I would, I won't go on a limb and say to a lot of, to, to men out there, that if I'm seriously dating or have interest in, in someone. Yeah. So I it don't, is disrespectful. I don't know <laughs> if I'm really going to do that. Yeah. Especially at their age. Younger Justin, I was like, what's it like? What's it like? <laughs> so, so there's the I'll young, yeah, there's, there's the young 
the young side of you that's like, mm, I just want to know what it what it's like. Because right. I mean, you, you see it on, you know, again, sorry to be graphic, but you see it on right. pornography all the time. Ugh. So there's that there's that that's fantasy. Like trying to cheat it like a porn porn person. Yeah, so you, you see that fantasy. So the young you is like, oh, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. But when, when the older you get, you're like, yeah, that's just foul. Like, I'm right. just really okay. not trying to do and, that. So I would say most men who are seriously interested in, in right. dating someone and, and care for someone and like someone aren't really like, yo, this is what I want to do. Because, like, yo, we're gonna, I'm going to kiss you. I mean, it's, it just creates okay. a, weird, so he a was, weird thing. So he was being trifling. But I'm not, I, don't, I, I can't because necessarily my, say he was being right. trifling because he did make a warning. And he I feel said, like I'm about he's, to. A, he's about to. And yeah. there was no change of action. So I do think her, I do think her reaction was ridiculous. Because I won't, I won't, I shouldn't say ridiculous because I, granted, I've never been in that position, so I, I don't know, so I don't want to, to speak or demean the actions of. I'm saying if there is a warning, and I'm, I'm assuming she has done it in the past, and you know when but the also, climactic point because, is about to happen. So right. at some point, you're like, okay, I'm gonna move left, I'm gonna move right, but if you don't change and boom, that happens. I can I can understand you being mad. Like, oh, you disrespectful as hell. That F you don't well, ever call me again. I was like, yeah. The way that it happened, though. No, she said that. Oh, I'll tell she, you in a yeah. second. But the way that it happened, it's not like he was, like, pointing it. It seemed like he was kind of out of control. That's that's the way it looked. We're always in control. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> okay, well. I mean, not in control listen, of when uh, it comes, but I'm But I'm where saying, it goes. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I guess. I, you know, can, can you tell I do not have a penis? I don't know how it works. So I, okay. Well, then that, that, that gets rid of my point. So he knew what he was doing. He did what he did. And, and she, so then actually if, knowing what you're saying here, learning what I have learned today, I think she had a right to be mad. Okay. I don't think she had to like storm out the way she stormed out. She could have just used her big girl words and but, be like, that's I, unacceptable. I, I think, and I'm really disappointed that I, you did that and left. I think you hit it on the head before is she went into this action idea of just like, you know, we're going right. to have some fun. Like it is what it is. I'm going to show you these new tricks. And she felt just like any other woman. Right. And she didn't like that feeling. So I, I, I am led to believe that the reaction was so heightened because she's like, yo, like this is not me. Like I'm trying to do something fun. And then I just get this disrespectful, faceful right. semen. I, so I, I think it, it's married with, with those two. But it, it, it did spark a, a lot of conversation. But it was, I was like, yo, this really happened on TV, though. Yes, that was amazing. I, you know, like I said, I'm so grateful for the show because we can have these conversations. And even though they are mildly uncomfortable, <laughs> they're necessary. They're so necessary. Switching gears to Molly. Let's talk about Molly for just a second Oh, here. Molly. Uh, Molly is... She's struggling. Yeah, she's struggling. on struggle. Everybody's struggling in a different way, and I, I do kind of hate the trope where you're doing like Issa's a much more believable trope, right? Where your career's your career ain't shit, and your relationship life ain't shit. <laughs> like Molly's career is soaring, kind of. Like, you know, she's doing well. She's not doing as well as her white male counterparts, which she discovers in the workplace, and we can get back to that. But she's doing well. But as far as relationship goes, Molly's standards are very unrealistic. She's looking for the perfect man that does not exist. And enter Dro. Dro is a childhood friend of hers. They both speak Spanish. He's like really intelligent. He's sexy. He's tall. He's 
you know, successful as far as we know. He dresses nice, so I'm assuming. <laughs> even though on that show, everybody dresses nice. Even Issa, I'd be looking at her. Or I'd be looking at, wow. Yeah. Sorry. I look at her outfits at work, and I'm like, she could not afford that Wardrobe outfit. on point? Yeah, hey, don't, exactly. Hey, you don't know. She may be at the thrift shop. Don't right, trip. Right. Those, those thrift threads. So anyway, Molly and Dro. Dro is married to someone, and they are in an open relationship. It's an open marriage. They are allowed to sleep with whomever they'd like, which I have my own reservations about. Whatever floats your boat, but also, what's the point of being married? What's the point of being married? If you're going to go out there and sleep with other people, because it's not like sex is a very simple thing that doesn't complicate anything else. (laughs) I mean, I wish it were, but that is not the case. Have you ever known sex to just be really simple? and uncomplicated for any length of time. Maybe if you just there, do it there once. Are, there are some people who have, who, who say, oh, sex is nothing, and, and I will dispute it till the end because you're either emotionally shut off right. or you don't want to admit to what sex is doing. Yeah. Because right. it is an emotional exchange. Yeah. Regardless if it's, it's a, a quick one-night stand or if it's a hot, intimate moment. There is an emotional exchange that goes on with sex. So if you're just sleeping all around the world, there with anyone and everyone, you are still engaging in an emotional exchange with someone. And whether you want to admit that that is playing out in a long-term way throughout your life, fine. You can deny it or you can accept it. But I I truly believe that it is having an impact one way or another. Right. Or I I think that sometimes there's a case where somebody has a very low investment in it. Maybe they care a little bit, very low investment, whereas the other person is highly invested. I think it is very unlikely to have two parties that are just like, I'm just here for the sex and we're not invested at all, both of us on the same exact level. I think for a time it can happen. Uh, yeah. But th- there, there comes a point a where, where the pendulum swings. It's yeah. like, okay, so where are we at? Like, right. This was fun and casual. Well, because also you start to get to know people and I think that the more you get to really know somebody, it's easier to like yes. them. Yes, and then just... they get emotionally invested. Yeah. That's... And then you try to act on those emotions and like, nah, I thought this was just exactly. an understanding. Exactly. And then it messes everything up. Because you are a human being. Molly's parents, she finds out that her dad cheated on her mom a long time ago at their vow renewal ceremony and she's so devastated by it which i mean it's the it's, i guess i get it when you think your parents are perfect exactly. i do actually, it's, it's, I the, it's the fantasy of oh these are my parents they're been yeah. the, the perfect union and she wanted what they had Correct. like that's what she had been holding out for so when she discovered that what she thought they had was not in fact, real, she decides, I'm going to go for this Joe situation. But I want to dispute that comment. Why is what they have not real? And her, what she thought okay. that it was wasn't real. Okay. What they have is still real. I got you. They're still together. But I think, yeah, the, her version of what they had gotcha. d- does not exist. So she and Joe sleep together. And Molly is clearly like straight up in love with this Joe. <laughs> she is in love. Homegirl is over there smiling, enjoying all the sex. And he is not helping the case. Like he's not really setting any actual boundaries. Like whenever she's not professing love, but just during their exchanges, you can tell there's no boundaries. Basically, they're in a relationship. They're in a relationship on the side. And the relationship is confined to her house and hotel rooms. Like, they're not going on dinner dates like that. Because I feel like that one time they met up he had in public. Oh, no, no, no. No, that was, that was definitely. Yeah, like when, she, when he ate her fries or whatever. Yep. When, when, he, when they were together in public, it was very much a friend feeling. They had returned to their friendship. There was no romance there. But then when it comes to when they're alone in a bedroom... 
romance. But there was one time when they were in a hotel room and his wife had locked herself out the house and he was like, oh, I got to go. So I feel like he has shown her that she is not the priority. Correct. But that he cares about her. Which, why would you want to occupy that space? <laughs> why? Help me understand. The, it's, it's painful to watch. Yeah, it's literally, she agreed to second best. Like, hey, you know, I already have a first place. But if you'd like to occupy this space in my heart that's called second best, I'd love to have you. And she's like, sure. Dro's out here winning. <laughs> uh, he's, but is he? I don't know. If, he, if, you're in a, if you're in an open marriage, right. and these are the terms in which you've agreed upon, yes, in his world, Honestly, Dro though, is winning. after watching this, I mean, I was already very set in this, but fucking open marriage. I mean, they are making love. <laughs> I, I mean, they're really getting into it, wouldn't you say? Oh, most definitely. I there, mean, there's really. A, there's an emotional exchange happening between the two of them. You can tell that he I mean, cares for her and deep. has feelings. But yeah, I mean, they've been childhood friends. So you grow up, yeah. grow up through childhood. I'm sure there's an attraction that was always there. And now it's finally coming to light. He's and now you're married. So he, that's what I'm he's definitely yeah, winning. And she's receiving it real good. He's, he's definitely yes. winning in, in terms of, of his lifestyle. Right. He is winning. Yes. 100%. And juicy tidbit. Yvonne Orji, the actress who plays Molly, is a virgin in real life. And I wrote an article about it on Huffington Post. We'll link it because she was attacked for her virginity and then playing a uh, self- not self-professed, but I guess professed hoe on screen. I think it's an excellent juxtaposition and also makes me an b- even bigger fan of her acting. For sure. Because, I mean, she's convincing. Because I really was like, Drew getting it in right now. Molly, take it <laughs> off. Uh, you know, I just think it's... I, I Kudos to her. Yeah, kudos. I mean, it's, it's Hollywood. I mean, that, I mean that's right. a, a job of an actor and an actress is to, is to take on the role right. of something you're not. Right. And people are like, oh, how can you play this? Well, I mean, yeah. this is my job. <laughs> okay, so, but we're agreed open marriage is a nay. Yeah, no, it's, that's, that's dumb. That's not, I think it's literally the stupidest it's, thing you it's can It's just do. awkward, and, and I never had seen it play out that way in person, but just to me, as a, as a married man, I just don't, un- I don't have any interest in that. It's like, okay, here I am married. It's like, okay, so I'm, I'm with my wife and then I'm out the door and then I'm kicking in. Like, I'm having a whole nother relationship with somebody else. Then like, I go home back to my wife, like everything's cool. Maybe right. I'm just a square ass dude. Right. But I'm like, man, this is, this just seems a lot. Hey, that, that's, that's, that's a it's lot of, that's a, a lot more work. Yeah. That there's too many emotions that are getting involved. And then what, ha- I want to know what happens in hell. This may be in season three. Is I want to know what happens when when the emotional pendulum swings for Dro when he's like, I love my wife but you know, I really think I'm, I'm feeling Molly, Molly too. more. Yeah. So do you go back to your wife and be like, okay, by the way, I know we're married, but I like Molly more. Like, what happens to your marriage at that point? And for right. some of you guys, maybe in open marriages or open relationships now, listening to this show and be like, yo, this shit's not that complicated. Right. I want to know what it's like. I feel like because an I feel open like it relationship is, is a little different than an open marriage. True. I do, I do, and I mean, they're both they're both things that I can personally, but I could see how an open relationship can work out a little more because at some point in time, because I also think like a marriage. No, because you had to. I don't. I don't even want to say what I was trying to say. Forget it. Forget it. What I was trying to say is that I feel like marriage is a restart button for your relationship, but that's not necessarily true because I also feel like where you've, you have to practice for what you want, right? You have to practice for the type of relationship you want. It's not, it's not a restart button. It's a elevate, an elevation to a much more serious level. And you heard Leslie talk about it last week. 
it was like, this is the responsibility of. When you get right. in a relationship, there's a responsibility. When you become someone's wife, when you become someone's husband, that responsibility right. moves to a level 10. Right. And so here you are. It's like, okay, I'm, taking, I'm getting married and I'm, and I'm accepting this great responsibility, but then I'm going to just go back and act as if I'm single. Right. So it, it's with a, permission, though. With, yeah, with, with permission. permission. So I just feel like it, think, it, it's contradictory to everything that marriage is. Right. So it, it's Which an is interesting why, concept. Which is why I say, why get married? Why just, you know, why not be in a relationship, but say, but we're also going to yeah, have, gonna have some fun. You know, yeah, right. And on top of it, she ends up at this dinner. The Tiffany character has a dinner for her friend, Derek, and basically all the characters end up at this dinner because they're they're connected, right? They've been friends for years. So Dro is at this dinner with his wife. Molly's there, and she's kind of trying to figure out where do I. And she tried to sit by Dro, and And Tiffany Tiffany was was like, like, "Mm, "No, that's not your seat. Yeah, your place is over here. Like, don't you see these these places?" So she's just sitting there awkward. Like, yo, here's another realization that you're not important, right? And then. She goes to the bathroom, and Dro, she and Joe meet up in the bathroom. And then they sleep together in the bathroom. Yeah, they, have they have sex, sex in, the in the bathroom. Like, what is... This is just so sloppy. While the wife is in the... And I'm like, I'm pretty sure, even though you're in an open relationship, that's a line. The longest, this is hella sloppy. Molly, yes. you're sloppy. Yes. You're a hella sloppy. So sloppy. And if you are Molly listening, yeah. you're sloppy. But that was in that episode hella disrespectful. Yeah, this so is like, sloppy They knew. Shit. The writers knew that that was not right. So that just was... That was messy. And then he said, hey, you stay in here a little while. And that sobered her up because he, she realized that he was not trying to be seen with her. Oh, my like, god! He's literally just sleeping with her. This is, that's a problem. That's a problem. In her world, again, he's winning. Right. Yeah, but she's, she's losing so hard. Oh, taking L's. So L's on L's. But the, the, the biggest highlight of the, of the dinner was Lawrence yeah. shows up to the dinner yeah. with, with his new boo. Work she's clean. more she's not like even a, a boo. Yeah, she's a work yeah. fling. I like you. We're sexually attracted to each right. other. But you can see, I, it doesn't seem like there's any. Well, and that was supposed to be like their first date. He was supposed to go on a date with her. And then he was like, oh, I forgot I have this dinner. And she goes, well, you know, I can come with if That's cool. And he was like, oh, yeah, sure. That was just not Idiot. Yeah, He's come, such an idiot. Come on, Lawrence. So, first of all, these, this group of friends were Issa's friends from college. Correct. And he and Issa were in a relationship for five years. So, obviously, they did become his friends, too. But that's still, at the end of the day, I think, personally, her territory. So, you don't bring, even if you're broken up, that needs to be a ceasefire. That needs to be a situation where it's like, this is not about us. I'm not going to make anything any more awkward than it has to be. Because it's already awkward for the friends that there are two broken up people there. They took a risk in inviting you both because they still love you both. So why? Yeah. Why would you bring in something else, another something. person? <laughs> yeah, to to mess with that already very delicate balance. Yeah, it was why? it was disrespectful, man. And, and so again, rude. You you would never do that, and I would no. I would argue that most people with good sense would never do that. And unless even, you're trying actively trying to get back at them. Yeah, but even again, like at that point, you're just like you're just petty as shit. Like you're right. just you're so damn well, petty. Well, and he said he said I didn't realize that this was an intimate dinner. I got you, but even even, even so, you probably shouldn't have shown up with somebody else. Just but, come yeah, by yourself. But even then, like off rip, I'm not even gonna sit there. Like this is I'm, I'm inserting my a. I would never do that. So I, I just can't because it's disrespectful. I probably wouldn't have even showed up depending on how I was emotionally feeling. Like yo, Tiffany, I appreciate the invite. 
I just don't think this is a good place for me to be. You want to show up even if it's me? Nah, probably. You don't want to see me. It's, it just depends how in, in which the how the show is showing their relationship. Right. He had blocked her on Facebook. He clearly, well, he blocked her because he saw her in a picture with Daniel. Exactly. Yeah. So what I'm saying. So he's, he's like, oh, so he's still in this around with super dude. emotional yeah, standpoint. State. So it's like I, I just really and then I'm I'm with all of her friends. So then it's just gonna bring it more to the service. I've probably been like, look, I appreciate the invite. But I'm not gonna make it. You know, have a happy birthday. Tell everyone I say hello, and we go from there. But even though he did say that he didn't know that this was an intimate dinner, he still should have said at that point, like, you know what, guys, I I just wanted to say, hey, happy birthday. It's good seeing you guys. We're gonna take off. Yeah, I didn't really, you know, realize that. Apologize and move on. Right. But like to sit at the table, yeah, like, like come, have like, a conversation. Come on, bruh. What are you doing? Co- yeah, he just he messed that one. Up. And her friend should have said something. Timothy would have been like, on, on, on me though. I feel like if Issa's friends really had her back, they would have been like, yo, Lawrence, let me need a rap real quick. What are you doing? Yeah. Because I honestly feel if that's put in your situation. You would you have something. multiple friends. I would say something too. No, no, no. You had multiple friends. If it was you and I, mm-hmm. and we were broken up, and then someone invited us to a, a mutual dinner, and I had brought another woman with me, one of your friends would have checked me on site. I don't think anybody would have even had to say anything. You just would have gotten all the looks. It would have, you would have, and you would have known that it's time to go. Yeah, you, you, you would have gotten to look like you were not welcome so the, here, and you need to. leave. So the yeah. fact that her friends just let the dinner go on as if nothing was happening with with this new gal, right. Sitting with them speaks speaks a little volumes about her friends. Her friendships, but you know, I'm I'm not here to judge. But we I are a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, am. it's like mm. so after the dinner. Issa, Issa goes outside because she can't take it anymore. And I don't blame her. I'm like, baby girl needs to leave. I would go. If that, I would just. Yeah, that's a lot. Even that's though a I know lot it's my chair, it's like, I can't actually deal with this right now. And she had just experienced the unborn children on her face. So she was just <laughs> already in a state, you know? So she and Lawrence had a, a mild, if, if, you, if you will, altercation outside. It wasn't, there was nothing mild about it. Shots were fired. And basically. They called out every all their frustration. She was saying, like, I supported you for four years. You weren't worth the shit, basically. And then he ended up calling her a hoe. That's how, that's how the conversation ended. He was like, why, are you being, why were you such a hoe? Why are you such a hoe? Something along the lines of that, because he was still feeling, he was still in his feelings about Daniel, which I can understand. If I got cheated on and you were still messing around with and I had evidence of you still messing around with the person that you cheated on me with, I'd be like, so we didn't mean anything? <laughs> like, you're just going to keep going back for more? That would hurt. That would really hurt. So I do get it, but he shouldn't have been able to call her a hoe. And mind you, Lawrence had just had a threesome. Yeah. He was just with Tasha who called him a fuck, fuck boy because he, we didn't really go into Tasha, but long story short, he... It, Season one ended with him having sex with Tasha, and season two began with him in a semi-relationship. Awkward, not relationship. Yeah, it was just, it was a rebound situation. Yep. And she started to get serious about it, and he was like, I'm not really serious about it, but didn't realize that he needed to communicate that. <laughs> it ended up not being good to her, and she called him out on it, which I, I respect. So anyway, Lawrence is deeply flawed. Isa is deeply flawed. Both of them are not perfect. So the episode season or the. That was the second to last episode. Yeah. Second to last episode ended with them, you know, kind of going at it. So we start the season finale like what is about to happen? <laughs> I have no idea. And it's actually a pretty tame episode. Very tamed. Nothing gets wrapped up. 
we're kind of left with a lot of questions. It, it tells the same story from different perspectives, Issa, Molly, and Lawrence. And you kind of see they're, they end up in the same places at the same time. Molly is semi-dating somebody from her, the same law for, firm, but just in a different city. Correct. Rod. <laughs> hey, TSA from TS Get Out. TS motherfucking A from Get Out, yes. And, you know, it's going well. They actually do seem pretty well-matched, but she's not... I don't think she has the fire with them. She wants the fire. Correct. So that episode with Molly ends with her having lingerie on for Drew. So that's not settled. It's not settled. She's still messing with Drew, even though he treated her like a hoe in the bathroom. Molly doesn't have it together. Still doing dumb shit. Still doing dumb shit. But she is in therapy, so that's good. But you're in therapy still doing dumb shit. Yeah. Well, because Joe texted while she was in therapy, and I was like, are you going to bring this up to your therapist? Nah. She did not. Clearly. Which, to me, means she doesn't want help with the problem. Correct. That's what that means. So she's still doing dumb shit. Yeah, so So I felt like... So don't say in therapy, because she ain't talking about the shit. But I also felt like that was significant, and I do think she's getting help with the work situation, so... That's fine. Issa and Lawrence. Issa has to move out of her place. It's and it's the place she and Lawrence shared together. And she had called him basically like, hey, if you want the sofa, you can have it. And I don't think he came to get the sofa. He just came when she was leaving. And he had wait he waited for her. She walked in and she's like, Oh my God, he waited for me. And they're talking. Basically, apologies are exchanged, which is nice. So they have some closure there. And she said, I still love you. And he said, I love you too. And then he said bye, and the episode ends. And I was like, yes. wait, 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 wait. So, But before the episode ended, they La La Land us. Like, well, you haven't seen La La Land, but spoiler alert for La La Land. <laughs> uh, at the end of La La Land, they show you this whole sequence of what could have been, which is, I think, what a lot of us do in our lives, right? We wonder what, what would have happened if I would have made this decision. Yep. And, yeah, they show this montage of, you know, him asking her, her to marry him and them you know, continuing to grow as a couple and her getting pregnant and having a baby and them just thriving together. And then it flashes back to the present, him just saying, okay, well, bye. And, you know, Walks out and the episode's over. And so now I'm like, damn it, Issa. That's the end. Yeah. What is season three going to be about? Yeah, so all we know is that, well, no, the episode doesn't end. The episode ends with Issa leaving Molly's place because they were planning on going to like Morocco or something and they weren't going to make it because Issa's just broke. (laughs) She's so broke. (laughs) So like they did like a Morocco night in Molly's place, which was really cute. And so that's when, when she left, Molly got dressed in her lingerie and got ready for Dro. And then Issa's, you know, going to her new place, which you're assuming is to stay with her brother because that's how they set it up. Issa's going to stay with her brother. She knocks on the door. Who answers? Daniel. Old dude that she was cheating with. Like, really? <laughs> so, and she was like, I'm sleeping on the couch. And he was like, I know, which again was kind of like that. You know, they kind of have like a love and basketball situation, like that back and forth friendship that's with sexual chemistry. But I mean, there's no actual love, probably. Yeah, I was like, nah. Cute, cute, cute. and Monica, there was there. It was Yo, an underlying. It was an underlying motion from since high school. Like it was, it was there and it was very. Yeah, obvious. but they have a similar cadence. They do. If you watch it, they nah. they have. There's a friendship. There's a, a deep friendship there. And I yeah, think they but, were but you just compared it to the most icon, one of the I most know, iconic you relationships. Love love you know that's my movie. I can't question and love and Q basketball. and Monty, you can't you can't talk about I that. I question Q and Monica. Q was the dog in college, which I guess I can relate to. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Where did that come from? You know. 
you know, we were talking about Q and Monica. We're talking about right. Insecure. We're not right. talking, talking about, about Justin, Justin in college. No. Man, <laughs> you no. out here coming from my life. He was, and he was about to marry Tyra Banks. So, I don't know. And he played her for her heart. So, I, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's What are we a, playing for? Your, your heart. heart. That's a great movie. I can oh watch You know, God. I need to play I haven't actually seen it in a while, so that you means love, I need to put it on and watch it again. It is a good movie. It's not my absolute favorite, but it is a good movie. I just like black shit. Yeah. <laughs> so right. You and my mother. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When he and my mother are together, like, have you seen? It's like every black movie ever, which I love my black movies, but I can also tell you the plot. Like, I, <laughs> I know exactly what's going to happen and when. Um, I love Man. my people. I love my movies, but like my mom sits up and watches TV one like nobody's business. So. She really does. And BT. Yeah. Just yeah. on repeat. That's what's her, her favorite? Those what's are her movie between Latifah and Colin? Just right. Just right. She loves just right. She'll watch it like on the loop. Like she has. Stop TV. talking about my mother-in-law. Oh my gosh. She likes black shit. Too. She does. I I love my black. I love my black cinema. I'm just saying it's hilarious. It's predictable. Is, yes. is what you're saying. Yeah, no. I told I we were watching some movie. I'm like, this is gonna happen, then he's gonna do that, and then she's gonna do that. And that's exactly what happened. So and Look. my mom was like, Joy. <laughs> <laughs> like I ruined the movie. I'm like, how did you not know? <laughs> you were you were too much. I mean, but but again, you know, to to, to put a bow on the, the insecure conversation, it is a really a really good show and it just yeah. speaks to a lot of things that people are going through and mm-hmm. Lawrence is a, is a dynamic character East is a dynamic character they're all very dynamic you, characters you see, nobody is one sided you see what it's like being a, a young 20 a young 30 something in Los Angeles dating you see friendships between black men and black women and yeah. that dynamic and being successful in your job and Mm-hmm. And struggling in your relationship. Struggling at your job. Struggling at your job. Being struggling at your job, not having equal pay. Everything. Yeah. It, it, is, it, is, it is a job well done. I'm very much looking forward to season three, especially mm-hmm. since the, the finale of season teachers has you looking like, wait, these are the credits? There were, I mean, no resolution. No resolution. Because, I mean, even if Issa and Lawrence, if she was like, I still love you. And he was like, you know. I have love for you, but we need to let this go. Like I've, I've moved. He didn't on. say that. No. Nothing. So it's just like I, I'm still holding on. Like they love each other. They're so gonna be okay. Issa, come with that heat, right? For season three. Also, can we discuss just for a second, Jay Issa, Ellis? Like he's really bloomed. Oh, Lawrence. Jay Ellis. <laughs> I'm like, uh, where'd that come from? That especially that last, <laughs> which is awful. The last scene in episode or in, season one. Yes, when he was he just giving it up. to Tasha. But I didn't know all that was under those like depression clothes i was like ooh, so you hit the gym still he looked good he you looked know, real this, good you know what he looked look, real good so look look isa when you give it deliver some heat for right. us for season three and if you know you need some couples to come help you shoot like we right, got you right you know, we, we got you no problem at all <laughs> you need us to consult we got you yes. you know what i'm saying we got you but no it, it is a, a, a it's very excellent. very good show yes. and if you guys have not watched it if we just ruined it all yes. for you we told you to stop listening but even if you haven't watched and you listen to this whole thing see how it all unfolds because there's so many things that we didn't even cover uh, that the show is wonderful yeah, it's, it's just absolutely wonderful really, really and they're 30 show. minute episodes so it's like you the time investment is you can do it you can do it and there it's i think eight episodes per season so it's only 16 episodes it's quick yeah it's easy it's entertaining which means that's like a day of binging and everybody's and talking two. about it. i'm yeah. talking about it with my guy friends i'm talking about it with joy and yeah. her friends uh, it, is, it is definitely a, a good conversation starter that you can really go anywhere and everywhere and talk about it like people talk about game of thrones and and when breaking bad was out everyone is, is talking about it right. this is this is the that. show that everyone's mm-hmm. talking about well people are still talking about game of thrones 
but I feel no you. No one cares about Game of Thrones. Baby. Yes, they do. Everybody cares about Game of Thrones. I don't care about Game I of care about Game of Thrones, and I don't watch it religiously, but I did watch that, that finale, though. Yeah, I have Shout out to an episode Daenerys. of Game of Thrones. The dragon and the wolf. Emoji shrugs. Yes. <laughs> Well, that's all we have about Insecure. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And, of course, share it with your friends. And let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com. You'll see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.